Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful Wednesday afternoon. It is Wednesday, September 22nd. The fall is here. Obviously, the chaos of the NBA offseason has certainly not taken a break, and neither will we when it comes to getting you ready for the start of the 2021-2022 season. We're now less that a month away, next week, training camp starts for the Grizzlies. And while elsewhere in the NBA, there's plenty still going on here when it comes to the Grizzlies. Things are pretty peaceful. They're pretty in order. And we're simply getting ready for the start of the season. With that in mind, I've started a new series this week called The Quest for a Thousand Threes, looking at many different perspectives as to how the Grizzlies really could take a significant step forward, a needed step forward, in their ability to produce from three this season. Yesterday, we looked at how the Grizzlies personnel will allow for them to have the deepest three-point shooting roster a Grizzlies team has ever had in the history of the franchise. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about how it all starts at the top with head coach Taylor Jenkins. Looking at how Taylor Jenkins is continuing a trend that started a few years before him when it came to Memphis, how Taylor Jenkins has really adapted to featuring the three and how numbers show that his philosophy is continuing to improve. In the third segment, what does a thousand threes in a season actually look like? And is Taylor Jenkins well on his way to potentially achieving that goal this year? All that on today's show of Locked On Grizzlies. Of course, you of course you can find Locked On Grizz on Twitter at Locked On Grizz. Myself at StatsSAC on Twitter. The podcast wherever it's available: Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. That's where we will be. My name's Sean Coleman. I'm a credentialed media member with the Grizzlies. Have been covering the Grizzlies now for over three years over at Grizzly Bear Blues. Your host here at Locked On Grizzlies. Your Grizzlies every single day. And want to remind you also. It's not just the Locked On Podcast or the Locked On Grizzlies Podcast. You can enjoy every day when it comes to the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you tune in to the Locked On NBA Podcast. It's small market meets big market Wednesdays of the Locked On NBA Podcast. Join Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans and John Corrales of Locked On Celtics for a look at the NBA from all angles. Follow the Locked On NBA Podcast today on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. So as I mentioned yesterday, the Grizzlies roster coming into this season, in my opinion, is the deepest personnel the Grizzlies have had, the deepest potential and also production the Grizzlies have ever had when it comes to depth shooting the three-pointer. But the focus of shooting the three-pointer is really something that also is starting to pick up steam when it comes to the Grizzlies franchise. Obviously, Taylor Jenkins has been a big reason for that, but it actually started a few years before Taylor Jenkins when David Fisdale was named head coach of the Grizzlies. Now, obviously, the mention of David Fisdale as head coach brings up one of two memories, either his wonderful post-game playoff press conferences or obviously the t tumultuous end to his time here with Mark Gasol and others when he was fired as head coach short, you know, after a short start into the 2017-2018 season. But the reason that I mentioned David Fisdale is because that's really when the Grizzlies started to focus on shooting the three more. That's when Mike Conley arguably had the best offensive season of his career. That's the year that Mark Gasol added the three-point shot to his repertoire to expand his ability to add value as a center, and in my opinion, really extended the relevance of his career by being a threat 
from the outside, and the numbers show it as well. In the 22 years before David Fisdale came to be the head coach of the Grizzlies, the most attempts the Grizzlies had made per game from three in a season were 21.7 attempts. In that 2016-2017 season, the Grizzlies averaged 26.2 attempts. That was a seven-shot increase from when David Fisdale took over in 2016-2017 from any previous team that the Grizzlies had featured in Memphis. And we all know the grit and grind philosophy of starting inside out, being able to dominate teams with two-pointers, dominate teams on the board, dominate teams on defense, but one thing that certainly was always missing was that three-point shot. When David Fisdale came in, that kind of was the start of a needed movement for the Grizzlies to get away from the grit and grind mindset to embrace an offensive mindset as the NBA was continuing to transition to obviously shooting the three more. Well, after David Fisdale left, obviously J.B. Bickerstaff came in. The Grizzlies continued to shoot the three. But then Taylor Jenkins came at the, at the start of the 2019-2020 season. Obviously, from his roots, being from the San Antonio Spurs organization, having been an assistant for Mike Budenholzer for six years, that certainly indicated to Taylor Jenkins it also indicated to those of us who were trying to get an idea of what type of coaching style Taylor Jenkins would embrace, it was pace and space. Move quickly, get plenty of possessions, and also feature the three. And that's exactly what Taylor Jenkins has embraced. Again, one of my favorite stats when it comes to Taylor Jenkins, probably my favorite stat of all when it comes to Taylor Jenkins is this. In the 25 years of the Grizzlies' existence, before Taylor Jenkins arrived, if you average all the games the Grizzlies played together before Taylor Jenkins arrived, the Grizzlies averaged 5.63s made per game on 16.2 attempts. That includes David Fisdale's year. That includes the 17-18 season and the 18-19 season. 5.63s. 16.2 attempts, and their percentage was 35% from three. In the two years that Taylor Jenkins has been in Memphis, the three-pointers made per game has gone up from 5.6 per game to 11 per game. The three-point attempts have gone from 16.2 per game to 31.4 per game. And while the accuracy has remained the same, the fact that the Grizzlies have basically doubled their production from three in the two years Taylor Jenkins has been at the helm of the Grizzlies compared to the previous iterations of this Grizzlies team shows exactly why Taylor Jenkins was a needed he was a needed boost of energy for this organization, a needed, you know, source of philosophical change for this organization to take the next step. Obviously, getting the personnel that this front office has equipped Taylor Jenkins and his staff with is another huge reason why the Grizzlies have been able to really improve their three-point shooting compared to previous versions of the franchise. But Taylor Jenkins' philosophy on featuring the three as much as possible with this high percentage looks as possible is something that has really made a huge difference. And the numbers certainly show that this version of the Grizzlies under Taylor Jenkins is a stark contrast from previous versions of the Grizzlies. But the big key is, is that this time, this generation of the Grizzlies is one that is far more suited to find success in today's NBA than the Grizzlies in the past. But now it's fine for a philosophical change to occur. 
but there also has to be clear indications that if you're going to start featuring the three more, if you're going to start really focusing on high percentage looks from three, it's not just shooting the shots. It's getting better as time goes on. Coming up, I'm going to look at how Taylor Jenkins not only has implemented the desires, the desired style of offense that he wants, which really features the three, but also some indications that as time has gone on, he has shown significant improvement with the roster he has in place. Speaking of needed change, much like the Grizzlies needed to simplify their approach to feature the three more a few years back to really find success in today's NBA. I want to tell you a way that you could really make a change when it comes to your enjoyment watching sports, movies, and TV shows that is much simpler but much more effective than your current plan may be. Your current plan may be you've got the device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to get all your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? That's no there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Contents varies by package. Speaking of changes, I'm sure many of us, when it comes to fantasy sports, have the platforms that we've used for years. But I want to tell you about a new platform that really is changing the way and in an effective way that you can enjoy fantasy sports, and that's the Sleeper app. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It was made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even total of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more scheduled games to play in one week are over. Days of mindless daily busy work are over. Days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work also over. In Game Picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponents' defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. Wherever, wherever, whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, Game Picks has you covered. Sleeper Crack, the fantasy basketball code. If you play fantasy football, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your own friends today. You will not be disappointed. On tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, we're going to conclude our quest for 1003 series by looking at ways the Grizzlies specifically can continue to improve when it comes shooting the three, such as making sure their best shooting talents 
get a certain amount of threes per game while also finding the right areas of the court and the right setups for shooting the three consistently so that they can take advantage of the strengths of their personnel. All that as we conclude the quest for 1003 series tomorrow on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. So as I mentioned in the first segment, the transition for the Grizzlies going from a defensive-oriented physical style of play, it really started to occur when David Fisdale took over the team in 2016. Well, Taylor Jenkins has come in now, taken the reins of the organization, and really implemented a style that now is continuing to feature the three more and more. One of my favorite comments, I mentioned it before, I'll mention it as many times as I possibly can. One of my favorite comments from Taylor Jenkins was during the Grizzlies' impressive stretch of offensive production during the first three weeks of April back last season. He stated, yeah, it's great that we made 19 threes, but even more importantly, we attempted 39 threes. The frequency at which the Grizzlies need to attempt threes is almost just as important as the accuracy at which they shoot the three. One of the biggest reasons why is because the way for young players to improve their ability to shoot and the way for this team to really find success implementing Taylor Jenkins' goal of featuring high-percentage looks from distance at a reliable pace is by repetition, is by doing it consistently. And that's exactly what this Grizzlies team has continued to do over the past two years. And you can see it in the numbers of several of the players that Taylor Jenkins has brought in. Several players, when Taylor Jenkins took over this team, were no more for their defense or for their outside the scoring aspect of things value when he took over. Players like DeAnthony Melton, players like Tyus Jones, players like Dylan Brooks, and players like Kyle Anderson. Each of those players in either one or both of the seasons that Taylor Jenkins has come to the helm of the Grizzlies, all four of those players have shown significant growth in their ability to shoot. Yes, Tyus Jones did it more in Taylor Jenkins' first year than his second, but but Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks, DeAnthony Melton, all three of those players have certainly significantly improved their ability to shoot the three. You also saw it in the 2019-2020 season when Jared Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks had two of the seven most successful three-point shooting seasons a Grizzlies player had ever had in franchise history, and you saw it last year when the Grizzlies were well on pace to break the franchise record for three-pointers in a game. But the thing about it is this is that while frequency of shooting threes is certainly important, what matters at the end of the day is are you making those threes? And the good thing for the Grizzlies is that numbers certainly do indicate that the Grizzlies are doing a better job of being more accurate on threes as time has gone on and Taylor Jenkins has continued to help this roster evolve into a team that can shoot the three reliably from distance. A few different areas that simply suggest the Grizzlies are continuing to get better at that aspect of things come into how they have improved among league ranks when it comes to shooting the three over the past two years. I looked at the second half 
of the 1920 season as well as the 2021 season and compared where the Grizzlies were in the second half of the 1920 season to where they were in the 2021 season in terms of their place in the league when it came to three-point production. I looked at the second half of the season because in the 1920 season, it was the opportunity for the Grizzlies to get everybody in place, to get everybody under what Taylor Jenkins was trying to do. And then in the 2020-2021 season, the second half of the season was when, besides Jared Jackson Jr., the Grizzlies finally had all of their main rotation pieces at their disposal due to good health. In the 2019-2020 season, in the second half of that season, the Grizzlies were 26th in three-pointers per game in the second half of the 1920 season. In the in, in terms of accuracy, they were 27th in the league. So 26th in terms of three-pointers per game and 27th in terms of accuracy two years ago. Last year in the second half of the season, despite the fact the Grizzlies obviously were fatigued with how many games they were playing in a short amount of time, the Grizzlies improved to 22nd in the league in three-pointers per game and 20th in three-point field goal percentage. And obviously that is backed by how several players continue to improve on their three-point shot. Obviously, the inclusion of Desmond Bain and Grayson Allen as snipers from deep really helped out that cause as well. And though... Grayson Allen now is in Milwaukee. You have Jared Jackson Jr. coming back healthy from injury. You should see DeAnthony Melton as well as Desmond Bain step up into more featured roles. You're going to get talents whose strengths are more designed to shoot from three frequently than it is getting into the paint and dominating like Jaw and Jonas have over the past two years. Thus, you have plenty of reason as to why the Grizzlies should shift their philosophical focus to starting to feature the three more on a consistent basis. So it's not just that Taylor Jenkins has done a great job of coming in embracing the fact that the Grizzlies needed to increase their production from three, which he obviously has succeeded in doing. It's also a big key is improving the Grizzlies' overall quality of shooting the three. Another indication that Taylor Jenkins is continuing to do well in improving the accuracy of the Grizzlies from three. In the 1920 season, his first year as head coach, the Grizzlies produced the 16th best three-point field goal percentage as a team in a single season in franchise history. Last year, the Grizzlies produced the eighth best three-point field goal percentage in a single season in franchise history. So Taylor Jenkins and this roster are well on their way to being the best three-point shooting roster this Grizzlies team has ever been able to feature, which obviously is a needed step forward if they hope to find sustained success as both the winner and also a team that can advance in the playoffs over the next few seasons. But the title of this series is A Quest for a Thousand Threes. And we could sit here and talk about how the Grizzlies are continuing to improve based off, you know, past versions of the Grizzlies, how this roster is continuing to improve individually shooting the three, and how the Grizzlies are moving up league ranks in terms of shooting the three as well. But what specifically do the numbers look like that the Grizzlies would have to produce night in and night out to get 1,000 threes? I'll look at that in just a second. Obviously, the Grizzlies have done a great job over the past few years improving the frequency and quality at which they shoot the three, and the results have been that they have exceeded expectations in each of the past two seasons. Well, what if there was a simple way 
for you to improve the frequency of you having a quality snack that can help you both health-wise and be a tasty treat to make your day better. The simple way is to visit Built.com and look at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasty protein bar out there on the market. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Have it in the morning for breakfast or in the afternoon as a snack. But the great thing about Built Bar is, is that not only does it taste great, it offers health benefits and an energy boost to your day. If you go to Built.com right now, not only do you have over 18 different flavors to choose from, but if you put in the promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Again, go to Built.com, put in the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. The football season is finally here, both for college football and pro football. And that means that BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron. Teams are back for the start of another football season. BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Besides football, whatever sport you enjoy, even Vegas casino games, you can do it all at betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Visit betonline.ag today, your online sportsbooks experts. Don't forget tomorrow on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, we are going to conclude our Quest for a Thousand Three series, looking at how the Grizzlies can take what they've done over the past two years and start to find ways to consistently improve their ability to shoot the three. Which players should take the most threes? Where on the court should they be taking those threes? How should they be shooting them? All those different things looked at tomorrow on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. And don't forget, if you enjoy betting and wagering on sports, not only should you check out betonline.ag, but also betting for all the Grizzlies doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. This idea of the quest for a thousand threes for the Grizzlies, it may seem like a thousand threes is a large number to really put out there as a target for this Grizzlies franchise. And I'll admit, it certainly is. The Grizzlies would have to take a significant step forward when it comes to their ability to shoot from three to be able to hit that number over a full season. But the thing about it is this, is that both a league perspective and from a franchise perspective, that thousand three goal, the, the, that goal of a thousand threes may not be as far-fetched as one might think. The last time that the NBA played a full season, a full 82-game schedule, nine teams made at least 12.13s per game. The reason why I use 12.13s per game specifically is because if a team averaged 12 threes per game over an 82-game schedule, they would make 984 threes. If you were to then add 16 more threes over the course of the season, that gets you 1,000 threes. So 12.1, threes per game is what a team really needs to average to have a chance at 1,000 threes. The thing that sticks out, though, is that 
During that 2018-2019 season, as I mentioned, nine teams averaged 12.1 threes per game, putting them at least near a pace to get 1,000 threes per year. Shift that focus down to two years later, this past season, 19 teams averaged 12.1 threes or more per game in the NBA. Now, very few teams hit 1,000 threes last year because only 72 games were played during the season. But it does show that the, that the number of teams on pace to hit 1,000 or more threes over a full slate of 82 games has increased from 9 to 19 over a two-year period. And that's what is really, really encouraging as far as the NBA goes and as far as the improvement that the Grizzlies have shown over the past two years is that as the league is putting more of an emphasis on shooting the three more frequently, the Grizzlies are putting more of an emphasis on the same thing and are finding success doing it. For instance, the Sacramento Kings last year were 19th in the NBA, averaging 12.13s per game. Yes, the Grizzlies were lower than that when it came to the full season worth of shooting threes. But as I had mentioned in the second segment, from year one to year two, Taylor Jenkins had shown a very good improvement, not only at frequently shooting threes, but also making them as well. When you look at the Grizzlies last year, they, allow, they averaged 11.23s per game on nearly 33 attempts from threes per game for the entire season. However, from April 1st to the end of the season, this Grizzlies team averaged 12.43s per game and shot 36.9% from three. They, they ranked 17th in the NBA in three-pointers per game and 15th in the league in accuracy. That's that marked improvement. You've gone from being in the bottom five of the league in the second half of Taylor Jenkins' first year to over the last basically third of the season of his second year, you're shooting league average. And if the Grizzlies could average 12.2, 12.3, 12.43s per game on 34 to 35 attempts per game, you now are on a pace to hit that 1,003 mark that I think is a big, big goal for the team this season to really have success. Yes, they haven't done it over a full season, but if you look at how the Grizzlies have improved their production from three during Taylor Jenkins' two seasons at the helm, you can see that for at least a short period of time, they've shown they can do that. They've shown that they can produce at a level and consistently produce at a level that would allow for them to make that 1,000 threes this season. It takes 12 threes per game, looking at 34 to 35 attempts. If the Grizzlies can regularly do that, they will put themselves in a good position to have the three-pointer as a reliable part of their offense. And without Jonas Valanciunas in the middle this year, that's something that's going to have to happen for this team to have offensive success. Yes, that type of leap would require for them to make one more three per game more than they ever have before. But as I just mentioned, at the end of last season, they showed they were more than capable of doing that even without Jared Jackson Jr. being in the fold. And we're talking about a guy who made just under 40% of his threes while averaging 6.5 attempts per game 
in his sophomore season. That is highly encouraging when it comes to the Grizzlies' ability to make 1,000 threes this year. The average per game would be around 12.2 threes on around 34 to 35 attempts. The Grizzlies already have a month and a half under their belt where they made 12.4 threes on 33.7 attempts. So the Grizzlies can get this done. Will they? It certainly remains to be seen. Obviously, an 82-game schedule for a roster of players that very few of them have played a full 82 games before. The majority of the Grizzlies rotation players will have never played the amount of games that they're going to be expected to play this season. But if the Grizzlies, with rest and good health, can really find execution with a philosophical change to start shooting more per high percentage looks from distance, if you go off a per-game numbers basis, it's not that far-fetched to figure out this team easily could reach the thousand threes that I think is a great goal for this roster this season. And in doing so, the Grizzlies could also easily surpass their current franchise mark of 811 threes in a single season. They could overcome that mark by nearly 200, if not 200 or more threes this year if they shoot the ball for the majority of this season like they did at the end of last season. It's all about improvement. It's all about continuing to take steps. And once you take a step, finding success, reaching that level on a consistent basis. The Grizzlies did that as the 1920 season went along. They obviously did that as the 2021 season went along. Now it's time to take the success, take that improvement, take that progression, and put it over a full season. You've got the personnel, as we discussed yesterday. You've got the coach that certainly can make the most of that personnel and implement strategies that will feature ways to consistently get those high percentage look from threes. And you also have the proof that when all those things come together, this team can produce at a level that can at least allow for it to be league average when shooting the three. If the Grizzlies can put a whole season together of being league average shooting the three, not only should they get that thousand three goal this next season, but they also will have taken a significant step in an area that will allow for this young core to really have a chance to not only make the playoffs, but make some noise in the playoffs once again. Obviously, the Grizzlies continued to improve last year when it came to their overall production from three. But how exactly did that? Did they do that? And how will they need to do that this year in order to give themselves the best chance to consistently shoot the three well? We're going to look at that in tomorrow's Locked on Grizzlies podcast. Who should be shooting the most threes? Where on the court should they be shooting them? And how should they be set up? All those as we conclude this Quest for 1003 series here at Lockto Grizzlies. Don't forget you can find the show at Lockto Grizz, myself at StatsSAC on Twitter, the podcast wherever it's available, and don't forget to listen, review, and subscribe. We always want to make sure we're providing content that is relevant to our listeners' preferences. My name's Sean Cohen. Hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Lockto Grizzlies podcast.